0: talk briefly. Well, we're going to talk. (laughs) We'll see how briefly it is. About defeated Christians. Have you ever met a defeated Christian? Do you know a defeated Christian? Are you a defeated Christian? Oh, I got a praise report first. I had it written up at the top too. The little girl Maya, year and a half. I was mistaken. It had a. She had a hole in her heart, and it was supposed to be repaired by six months. She was a year and a half old. Um, she went for her echo, and it's gone. There's sometimes a tough road to walk. We weren't promised rose gardens. were promised that he'll see you through them when chris's birthday was yesterday he our son is 40 years old makes me feel old older i should say when we were getting very close to the due date or I think we went past the due date, actually. Sharon's sister, Bonnie, came and said that the Lord had revealed to her that in the delivery room, there was going to be a problem. And that problem would require all of the doctors to come in. There would be 18 doctors in that room. She gave the number. <laughs> and they were going to whisk the baby away. But fear not. The baby's going to be just fine. It's like, whoa, oh, we're baby Christians. We're not so sure about this Holy Spirit stuff. <laughs> We're like, doo, 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 doo. so we went about our business and we went to the hospital twice. We were rejected the first time, went back. Sharon wasn't in labor enough, they said. And when we came back, we're doing all, we'd gone through the Lamaze class and we're going through everything. And, and as Sharon's having contractions, the heart rate's just going, crashing on the child. And so all of a sudden they start talking in hushed whispers. <laughs> Sound a little familiar? And then she had the baby. They whisked the baby away, and Sharon's going, where's my baby? Where's my baby? And they put him immediately into an incubator, and they're doing all this stuff with him. And he had a horrible Apgar score at first, and then a really, really good one for the second one. The cord was wrapped around the baby's neck, and Chris couldn't breathe at all whenever Sharon went into a contraction. And they hadn't diagnosed it beforehand. We had no idea except for the prophetic word that was given to us by a God-fearing, spirit-filled Christian who was obedient, very important part, because the word of a prophet is subject to the prophet. You may get a word, and you've heard words here, Kelly, myself, Cindy, others. You may hear words, but if Kelly doesn't want to say it, it's not going to be sad, unless it goes to Dave, or it goes to Cindy, or it goes to Paul, or it goes to someone else. The Holy Spirit will not Return void. If he wants his word out, he's going to give it to someone. If not, he's going to give it right back to pastor and pastor will preach it out. But what an encouragement to pastor when someone says something they had no knowledge of what he was going to speak and all of a sudden it's like sermon in a second. If we have those words or have a prophecy or have a gift that is supposed to be used and we don't use it? Are we being a defeated Christian? I know you're all expecting this real soon. And all I'm going to tell you is that this will give an accurate, Reflection of a defeated Christian. Okay, Isaiah forty one, thirteen. For I am the Lord your God who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, do not fear, I will help you. Jeremiah 33.3, 3. sorry man, I did these in reverse order, but call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things. Can't find in Google, Great and unsearchable things you do not know. Such as, the baby's going to be all right. There's going to be a problem, but the baby's going to be all right. Wouldn't that be encouraging? Wouldn't you have liked to have been in the hospital knowing that Elizabeth Joy's perfectly fine? She's going to be fine. You're going to go through this. You know, the, the there was a problem with the cord. I, I don't know if you all know or not, but there was a problem with the cord. They took Katie off for an emergency C-section. That baby would have been born on Matt's birthday, but instead she came on the day before. Ten minutes before midnight. Second Corinthians 5.7 For we live by faith and not by sight. There's a woman... At work where I used to work, took over for a very good friend of mine. Her name is Shauna. And Shauna is a Christian, not a real practicing Christian, but she's a Christian. She she knows that she is saved. And they had an identical birth defect as Maya. And I was told to tell her not to worry. That that birth defect was not going to be a problem. Oh, I don't feel comfortable doing that. I really, really, you know, you've got hopeful parents. And was that really you, God, or is that just me wishful thinking? No, you're to tell her that not to worry because that baby will be healed by the time it's born. And she kept going and they kept doing diagnostic work on the baby. And the hole was still there. And it's getting down to crunch time. And they said, well, you know, we're going to have to do the surgery by six months. Or, you know, it's just, it's, it's going to be a problem. And I was told to tell her not to worry. That the baby was going to be okay. So I went up to her. And I said, Shauna. I said, Olivia, that's her name, is going to be okay. By the time she's born, the heart will either have closed that gap completely or it'll be so close the doctors will no longer worry about it. She was overjoyed. She's weeping. She's, you know, because she's known other Christians, she's known things like this that have happened before, not necessarily directly to her and certainly not with her child. But I knew that I was supposed to be obedient in that case and tell Shauna that. And praise God, I'm here to say, Olivia is a thriving child. She is uh, happy and it was all healed prior to birth. She came out 100%. And she's just a beautiful little girl. And I get pictures still to this day. We live by faith, not by sight. Deuteronomy eight: The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. after Chris was born, he had a tear duct that was supposed to open up. The bones, and I don't remember the bone name. I did once upon a time. The the bones are very soft until you're about six months old. And if the tear duct does not open up, that goes through that bone, they can go in and do surgery on the baby before it's six months old, and they... Basically, drill it or open it up with a needle, whatever. the. But they can open that tear duct up, and it'll produce tears. If not, we're fearfully and wonderfully made. Sometimes it gets all screwed up. You know that. If not, if you don't have tears, your eye is dry all the time. Subject to infection. Problematic. Going to be an issue. Got to be done. Sharon and I talked about it. And as six months were coming up, her brother, his wife, and Bonnie again came to us and said, the Lord's going to heal this. Don't worry about it. So we did what any new parents would do, we bought a camper and went on a six week trip out west. Traveled 10,800 miles in a camper as baby new Christians with a baby who's on a, I didn't even tell you that he was on an infant monitor, monitoring his heart rate because he had stopped breathing on the changing table during this time. He's got a tear duct that's not open. And we started this walk of faith knowing that three relatives that we know know God and practice God told us it'd be fine. Well, we got back, and I wish I could say that the tear duct was open, but it wasn't. So the three got together, And they brought oil. And they anointed little baby Chris with oil. And they prayed a prayer of faith saying, Lord, we trust that you will open this tear duct by next week. Three days. Three days later, tear ducts open. We're now at like nine months. It had to happen before six or we were bad parents. I'm not saying you put off illnesses or injuries or whatever because you're waiting in faith. That's not always the best thing. Sometimes God uses doctors as he did with Sharon. I won't get into all of her illness. We pretty much all know it. But I will tell you that, and I've said this before too, I had index cards mounted on the threshold of the doorway. So you could not enter the house or leave the house without going by those index cards. The first index card was a little sticky note written by my brother-in-law, Royce Pfeiffer. It's dated 12-2009. I looked at them because they're still hanging in our house. If you go to our house and look on our basement stairs, there's a series of index cards and a sticky note at the top. It says, Be strong and of good courage, for the Lord your God hears every prayer. Psalm 27, 13, and 14 is handwritten in my handwriting. And I kept a set of index cards right by my Bible. And when I saw something that spoke to me, I wrote it out and I put the, I didn't put the date, but I put the scripture, book, chapter, and verse down. Psalm 27, 13, 14 says, I am still confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. Psalm 91, 14 through 16, because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him for he acknowledges my name. He will call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lead on unto your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your paths straight. I can't say that I read every one of these every time I walked in or out of the house. But they were there as a constant reminder. I took it symbolically of the blood on the threshold for the Passover that I'm going to put God's word and his promises so that I see them. And when I go through, I, he may consider to pass over Sharon from the stage four she was at. And praise God, she's sitting there. And that was 13 years ago. Psalm 50, 14, 15. Sacrifice thank offerings to God. Fulfill your vows to the Most High and call upon me in the day of trouble. And Psalm 52, 9, which is so faded, I actually had to get a flash photograph of it to read it now. I will praise you forever for what you have done. In your name, I will hope, for your name is good. I will praise you in the presence of your saints. I'm in the presence of his saints right now. God is good. He answers prayer. He looks for ways to bless you in your lives. He looks for ways to make sure that you made it onto the exit ramp. Yeah, the tire blew. Tires blow. That's what they do. Especially if we're sinful and we don't maintain our vehicles the way we're supposed to. Like the Kia driver that I was looking, speaking to last week that didn't take his car to Jose's collision to get them back out of the Okay, I think it's time. Are you ready? Are you ready to see an accurate reflection of a defeated Christian? I'm going to bring it down so I can show all of you. Because if there's a defeated Christian in there, you're going to see it. You see? You see a defeated Christian in there? No, because the red is the blood of Jesus that's washed away the sin. And underneath it, it says, paid in full. Because for each and every one of you, God would have gone to the cross just for you. Just for you.